Hi there and welcome to another episode of Song and a Chat. This episode I'm taking you back in time to oh, 1993, back in a place called uh, Kuratau, New Zealand. I'm going to drop a bit of uh, river sounds in now. <laughs> right after the introduction music. Like it, like when it's kicked in. We're in the land of surprises here. Um, yes, it's another podcast episode from me, Pete Pascoe, your host. Thanks so much for tuning in again. If it's your first time here, just uh, want to say thanks for having a listen. Have a and what do you think? Um, I want to endeavour to put you in the shoes of how it feels to be a songwriter. Um, we look at a song each week, allow that to lead the way, and we sort of we I talk as if I'm. Well, I have an intimate audience. That's your good selves. And I sort of cast a line around a bit and um, see where the song's going to lead us. And a theme develops. And at the end of it, hopefully there's a nice little wrap-up with little songwriting bits and pieces along the way. Tips, if you want to call it that. Uh, Not how to write a song, but how I write a song. Uh, Okay, so um, very, very peaceful. Here's that river now. And I'm going to talk for just a moment about how our surroundings affect us well it's pretty obvious if we're in a beautiful place it's pretty calming my go-to place time and time again i've realized is the river um or the ocean whichever is closest i'll take it i'll take the water um and i I just just it, it balances me and it gives me what i need to uh have the energy to get back in there and do it all over again and do it all over again that's interesting there is a cyclical nature to life isn't it maybe sometimes we get like a dog hanging onto a bone can't let it go and maybe we could probably just sit back a little bit and just let things flow and turn out as they will bit of a balance isn't it you got to have intention in life no i think that helps sort of um definitely does sort of get wheels in motion and you get sort of outcomes slightly different than if you just sit back and let the river take you where it will all right um i'm going to talk about a song called fairy tale today and what you're going to hear is um perhaps a a song it's very much a younger me uh, and i want to be up front and say look this is going to go back to back with another one from next week um because i've come across these songs at the same time and they seem to be sort of joined somehow, well, they're written at about the same time. And this first one is called Fairy Tale. Okay, without further ado, I think we'll just roll it. Here we go, Fairy Tale. I'm going to take you way back in time now. <laughs> it's sort of a, sort of a, what is it, a, um, a cast, I've, I've talked about Paul Dredge, my co-songwriter buddy, a lot on this podcasts because Paul's been really entwined in my our songwriting uh, we've written a lot of songs together and um, here I've cast us both cast uh, back in time sort of medieval age and uh, yeah, I've cast us as jesters and I'm just sort of here I was in Curitao way back I was alone Paul had left me for a while um, gone off to follow some love interests and fair enough as you do and i was alone at home sort of licking my wounds a bit and i I come up with the song for us this is called fairy tale rolling a man who called himself his honey based on where he had been 
He couldn't buy his happiness And he couldn't buy his queen And he drummed his fingers in frustration And he drummed his pawns into life And he fought throughout the duration Till he found himself a while And they existed in a castle Three bricks against the sky She hid her feelings in a castle So the dress did made her cry And he was blind to the sadness Or perhaps he did not want to see She didn't want to be royal highness She wanted to be happy One day in the courtyard at tea I just did play and sing And she smiled at how she'd love to be So bouncy and free from the king His antics made her recall her childhood And she played and thought like a girl When her freedom and friends made her feel good Before it all turned to hell The jester noted a sad look And in confidence talked to his friend Said, hey, we could write a songbook About his queen with a happy end And the jester sang And the jester's laughed Sad-looking eyes And slowly but surely Transformed her Until she realized The only time She really was smiling Was the fools made her smile Inside And the doubts that were steadily Piling Suddenly no longer could hide favorite songs and they thrived on her love for the music they told her it's where she belongs and also that she should just be alive on the road with the jesters away from the worry and king they said it's got to be best for your help and that sort of thing from that day she carried a longing She held it close to her heart It was only when she was singing She felt she could make a new star And the jesters sang And the jesters laughed But one day had gone leaving a new friend behind she was in them as part of their songs and in them they hoped she'd find the strength to leave the castle as a young girl followed her heart and catch up with two singing rascals 
for it made no sense to part After many wandering adventures The gist has got a pleasant surprise A message from the queen that was sent years When Sobin couldn't believe their eyes Since she missed them both so badly And the songs had really got through If it was okay with them she'd come gladly So about a boat from the blue And the gist is sang And the gist is bad This girl caught them up Playing clothes and smiles of the best They're just as far as the cubs And sitting now there's up and said And they sang far into the night And left of all her the sides They smiled cause their future looked bright And were together the rest of their lives And the moral here to be learned By maidens all around the land Take a love of the gold before your stock is burned For your dreams firmly in hand And the gist is sand And the gist is So there we go. There's a younger Pete Pascoe voicing his feelings and sort of what an allegory, sort of sort of a tale, um, out of out of uh, respect for the people involved and what was going on in our lives back then. I'm just going to skirt round it a little bit in, in terms of nitty ditty, nitty ditty. <laughs> that's not bad. Nitty ditty details. I don't mind that nitty gritty. Uh, maybe that's a genre of music. Nitty ditty. Um, just a short song, but it's deep. Um, uh, what I did was, you're hearing the voice here of a younger me, um, perhaps not sort of, it's it's a sort of a wish kind of a song. Um, this was casting backwards in time and forwards in time to an outcome that we were, were yet to know, of course. Uh, and, how, and I don't know how, how sort of grounded I was in reality about the possibility of it all coming together. I mean, it was a big call. And um, you can't get more sort of airy theory than sort of putting it into a fairy tale. And maybe that wasn't a bad idea. Um, I didn't consciously think, or maybe I did consciously think, I'm going to do a fairy tale. It came to me afterwards. The title came to me later. So I guess that's an example of letting the creative force lead the way. Um, Yeah, so the song is about Paul and I. We went on the road and we're at this beautiful place called Kuratau, New Zealand, just sort of taking some time out. It had been uh, five nights a week for three years, being piano men for four hours a night. And while a lot of it was beer and skittles and good times, that's a lot of work, isn't it, when you look back on that? young, When you're young, eh, what you can do. And um, there was someone else we thought a third voice might be good with what we were doing, and this was a song about that particular person. 
Why don't we get into it? Here we go. I'd like to start with the lyrics, so... Hopefully you heard that okay. Incidentally, that was a demo from back in 1993. Um, Actually, just before I do that, I'm going to read from the diary here. Uh, Here we go. You guessed it. Another day in paradise was a good one. Trying to find it. Uh, Here we go. I'm not finding it too easy just to go with the flow. We'll have to wait and see. Had rabbit stew for tea. Dredgy's first time. That <laughs> didn't go down too well. Paul was talking into it. Thought it was crumb chicken. What is this? This is good. Bit of rabbit. <laughs> came out there quick. Curatao. Uh, we came up with the KFC Curatao fried cat, I think it was. <laughs> anyway, the rabbit was good, digger. Twas most unprecedented. Uh, shook Dad's beer up for him. <laughs> Top effort went all over him. Pleased with fairy tale. Life, eh? Life at Curatao. Fishing, tennis, songwriting, oh, and music. <laughs> so there's a little snapshot in time there of how it was young and silly. Good times. Yeah, young and silly. Also, um, one key line in there I think really stood out to me, and that was, here we are, this is about the song. What pushed on the music? This particular feeling, I think it really stood out. I'm not finding it too easy to just let it flow and wait and see. Ah, the artists, eh? The artists, how we work and how we how we dream and how we think we can change the world with the little songs. I was thinking about that wonderful song that Kenny Rogers sang so well, um, and she believes in me. Yeah, check out the lyrics there about a songwriter in the middle of the night. Been there and done that several times. Wondering if you can change the world with your little songs. Ah. Uh, speaking of words, here we go. This is it, fairy tale. Words first. Man who called himself his highness. Based on where he'd been, he couldn't buy his happiness, couldn't buy his queen. And he drummed his fingers in frustration, drummed his pawns into life, fought throughout the duration, duration and found himself a wife. So, um, yeah, casting it like a, a king back in the day. And they existed in the castle, grey bricks against the sky. She hid her feelings in a parcel, self-addressed, and made her cry. So what I've done is I've put my thoughts and feelings. I've written a story around um, these particular people, um, a story that maybe never even existed. It did in my mind. And um, it became art. And we'll leave it there. And he was blind to his sadness. Perhaps he did not want to see. She didn't want to be a royal highness. She only wanted to be happy. Uh, One day in the courtyard at tea, a jester did play and sing. She smiled at how she'd love to be, so bouncy and free from the king. So there was Paul and I ping the jesters in the courtyard <laughs> at the gig. His antics made her recall her childhood. She played and thought like a girl when her freedom and friends made her feel good before it all turned to hell. And the jesters sang and the jesters laughed. Now the jesters noted a sad look and in confidence talked to his friend. Oh, the jester, that would be me. I talked to my friend, said, hey, we could write a songbook about this queen with a happy end. So that was the moment in the song where I realised as I was writing it that this is how I would present it, yeah? Um, writing a possible outcome. So when they next performed for her, they echoed her sad-looking eyes, slowly but surely transformed her till she realised. The only time she really was smiling was when the fools made her smile inside and the doubts that were steadily piling, suddenly she could no longer hide. So she joined them with their favourite songs and they thrived on a love for the music. They told her it's where she belongs and also she should just pick 
like we ever have. <laughs> the, you know, it's not our place to tell people what to pick in life, is it? They sit back, go with the flow. Yeah, could have done it. Sometimes it did. A life on the road with the jesters, away from the worrying king. Said it's got to be best for your health and that sort of thing. I like the way that sort of lightened things up now and then. There's these sort of old phrases like, yeah, it's got to be best for your health. And the jesters sang. And the jesters laughed. From that day, she carried a longing. She held it close to her heart. It was only when she was singing she felt she could make a new start. For the one day, the jesters had gone, leaving a new friend behind. She was in them as part of their songs, and in them they hoped she'd find the strength to leave the castle, and as a young girl follow her heart, catch up with two singing rascals, for it made no sense to part. So after many wandering adventures, the jester's got a pleasant surprise. So what I've written about there is, yeah, a lot of it was how things were unfolding. Now we've gone into the, yeah, the imagined future, the jester's got a pleasant surprise. A message from the Queen that was sent you's. Once opened, they couldn't believe their eyes. I like that line, was sent you's. Um, uh, uh, rhymed adventures with censures, come on. <laughs> Seemed she missed them both so badly and the songs had really got through. If it was okay with them, she'd come gladly. Took about a bolt from the blue. Doesn't sound much like a princess, does it? Yeah, if it was okay. I mean, let's face it, a prin- princess or a queen. I'm coming and you will be ready with tea and scones. It's like, all right, might come along. And the jesters sang and the jesters laughed. When the day came, this girl caught them up. And plain clothed and smiles looked the best, so no sign of the queen there. The jester laughed and raised their cups and said, Ah, now there's our princess. And they sang far into the night. And they laughed to all hurt their sides. And they smiled because their futures looked bright. We're together the rest of their lives. Did I mention it was an imaginary future? <laughs> now the moral here. Here we go. And so I've taken it now as a songwriter, from what might have been going on for me personally and, and Paul, um, what we might have wanted, what you know, maybe didn't happen, some of it happened, and all that sort of thing. And, and that, that's, that's how life unfolds, isn't it? You know, the river takes us along and we, we steer the paddle, we steer the canoe to a degree. But really, I think when it comes down to it, you, you chart a similar course, but it's laid out for you, but you change the journey a little bit along the way. Maybe you push it to the left bank into the shallows, when if you'd left it alone, you would have gone nicely down the middle. <laughs> Something like that. Other times, you hold it up in the pool a bit longer, and why not? You need a rest. So I think to some degree we have control over how things unfold, perhaps not over destiny. I, I love thinking like this. Now, the moral here to be learned, so yeah, yeah I've taken it outside. I've looked back at the lyrics and think, what else is in here? What's the deeper meaning? I've looked for that. And I've looked to present it and wrap it up at the last verse. And from a songwriting point of view, here we go. Tip. Um, yeah, it's, all, it's not a bad thing to do. But it's all often done in, in uh, country songs and story songs, isn't it? Just at the last. By the way, here we go. Now, the, just in case you didn't get it, the moral here to be learned by maidens all around the land Take love over gold before your spark is burned and hold your dreams firmly in hand. And the jesters sang, the jesters laughed. A couple of things about that line there from a words point of view. Take love over gold, that was directly from a brilliant, brilliant song, an album by Dire Straits, still love it to bits, Mark Knopfler, genius, lovely band, brilliant music. Um, and before your spark is burned, yeah? So, love before money, people. <laughs> That's what I've said there. Maybe truth be known, um, some sort of balance isn't a bad idea. Money's just another sort of a, a thing in life, yeah? 
All right, so that was the words in a nutshell. Um, let's look at the music now. Where did the music come from? Well, I, I see here, in the, again, in the diary here, um, just a second, what did it say? I uh, spent the day recording. Piano and bongos went first take, then the guitar. And then I did the singing and harmony. Put it down in two tracks. Done. Not bad, considering I wrote the words two nights ago. That's more like it. So who put the bongos and guitar down? Yeah, that was Mr. Dredge. Uh, then he left me to it. So so wordy and that sort of thing. I, I think uh, eventually uh, yeah, Paul may uh, record the harmony part to that. That might be kind of fun. Yeah, fairy tale revisited, something like that, perhaps. Anyway, that was the way the song recorded. Uh, before that came the the music, the composition time. And um, I like to work quickly. Um, and so I'd written the words, and then a day later, sat down, wrote the music, and then I wanted to record it. And um, it's great having people. I've touched on this a lot, but it is great having other musicians around you that can, you know, you get on with really well. Uh, musically, that takes a lot of gigs, a lot of getting to know each other, generally speaking, so that you make sure you're on the same page musically and so that things don't get sort of hijacked. Um, it, because as soon as you involve another musician, here we go, his tip, it becomes a joint vision. Um, it's like you give the paintbrush. You have a vision as a painter and you're giving the paintbrush to the other guy and go, here you go, have a lash at the trees, I'll go with whatever you come up with. And if they're into cubism and you're doing realism, <laughs> it may be an interesting thing. And that will take you somewhere else again. And that's to be encouraged. It just depends on are you free to go with the flow? Let the outcomes the outcomes. The music came pretty quickly. I, I had in mind um, a harpsichord on that. I, I thought it might be kind of fun. I wonder if I wonder if I've got one here. Uh, is it that one? <laughs> a bit of fun. Look, that's what I had in mind. Obviously, I'm not a harpsichord player, but why did I have that in mind? Because I thought it might suit the age when I imagined the song was written. And, yeah, it's kind of a fun thing to do, changing it up. Anyway, I wrote it on the piano, imagining I was playing the harpsichord, and the song's... Where does that come from? One thing I've noticed here straight away, there's a pause between each line. Did you notice that? So it's very strong in that sort of meter, like a limerick, isn't it? And what that pause gave me was a pause to mentally think and feel about where the next chord frame. So this was pretty straightforward, right? What's next, Peter? Oh, yeah. Something about asking a question... Still there, but coming out. Yes. So there was a little story being told by the music itself. Do that again. So, yeah. Pretty straightforward statement. Where are we going? Bit of mystery. Mystery? Ha, 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 we're here. Yes, and we're definitely there. So there is definitely an underlying story being told by the music, and I've never really articulated it that clearly, I hope that was clear, about how it is when you do the music. <laughs> and the other part of the song was this, oh, not the other part, there was a little... Oh. So 
so a little interlude because man this is pretty wordy and there's a lot of words going on so it needed that probably in the harpsichord be better yeah <laughs> can't help myself um, there you go and then interlude then we're back into that yep yeah, um, goodness me ah oh, heart attack played the piano electric piano we're back <laughs> Nearly the end. Wouldn't that make classic listening clonk? <laughs> what happened to him? Then uh, we had the last part. We needed we needed something very simple after all these words. So here's a trick you can use. And what did I use? I really wanted to put you, the listener, uh, looking at and listening to the people I mentioned singing it, bringing it all together in one sort of image. The jesters sang. What else did they did? The jesters laughed because it's not a bad way. To put things across. And I came up with The chest is sad And the chest is left One more bit then And I really remember when I did that little bit It all came in one sort of burst And when it happens like that It is honestly, it's like your fingers being guided You guided to chords Because it was pretty weird That um, it made sense to go to F But with a B bass Which is actually B flat in the 7th flat in 5th E7 Which took me back to the Jester's sang bit But it was actually the Renat and then another little setup. Yeah? It was like that one before, wasn't it? Yeah, the little interlude. So there you go. These musical moments really come in bursts. Um, I'm not using these podcast episodes as a sort of a, an avenue or a platform to look at too closely the the sort of theory the the, the you know the flat and sharps and all that sort of thing because what I want to do is bring the layman into songwriting the possibility of it bring it into your life thought if you ever thought of writing a song go for it it sets you free it sets the world free I, do these little songs make a difference I like I like to think they do in a way a step on from that, for me personally, is yeah, sharing the process. And hopefully that may just provide the spark. What you'd like? Would you like to write a song? Just let your hands float. Yep, it's not a knife edge, because you're going to fall off and be in fear. There's a point of balance and a point of honesty. And I think you'd find that in this particular song. And amongst it being a fairy tale. Radio, hope you enjoyed finding out where sort of fairy tale came from, the process and that sort of thing, and how our surroundings affect us. Uh, just to finish up with now, let's go back to the diary. Uh, whew, just jumped into bed, bit cool. And I got some sleep later. Got hassled to death, thanks, mate, about the letter I was writing. Kept saying business letter. Oh, the heck, they wouldn't buy it. <laughs> what the heck? You got to write your feelings down. I'm pleased it did. Led to some art. Second month of the year, kind of windy. Oh yeah, well, I turned cold this afternoon. Apparently, it actually snowed on the mountain last night and on the Southern Alps. I got a dusting. Wow, February and winter's here. Better hit the hay. <laughs> 
And there we go, there's a bit of a bit of diary writing from me. And what the diary gave me, I've touched on this before, um, as, an, as an artist, it's not a bad idea to sort of write things down, get them off your chest, get them off your shoulders, and then clear the way for the real art. And here we go, here's a thought that's just come to me, because that way, when you actually come to do the art, it's not just your therapy, yeah? I think your therapy can be done off the stage to the side. Now and then, yes, we wear our hearts on the sleeve, but if we can work through some of that sort of stuff, keep those... It doesn't take... There's no less intensity unless... Except there's more. There's more laser-like focus on the art. You're not sort of second-guessing yourself. You've got the stuff into the other pages. No one ever has to see them unless you're reading them aloud to the, to the internet, <laughs> to the world, <laughs> selectively. Um, but you can put across art. That's what I endeavour to do. In my life, that's what I endeavour to do here on the podcast. Okay, thanks so much for tuning in once again. I do hope you've enjoyed Fairy Tale. I've enjoyed a journey back in time. Don't forget, next week is sort of like the other song that's related very much to this stage of proceedings part of my life. All right, thanks a lot. Catch you next time. This is Pete Pascoe signing off. Bye-bye. The and the chest is there